Hello, everyone. You're listening to Turning the Page with Jer and Joe. And we are going to be sharing life experiences in hopes to give you encouragement, inspiration, maybe some different outlooks on life and how to get through those obstacles that you might be facing. Yes, we hope to be entertaining and sharing our life stories that maybe you can also relate to. We're going to have some fun as we do this. As my wife always says, we might cry, we're going to laugh, we're going to have some really good times, but you're also going to be able to relate to our lives and some of the things that we've gone through. Yes, and our goal is to be transparent and raw with all of y'all. So, turn your volume up and let's get started. Let's go. Yeah, so we're going to film on Thursday, which is our regular filming day. And that was the night I had to pack and get ready, and I was just so busy, and I was like, no, I don't have time to film. Like, Let's just so do, do you feel like you had more time then or you got more time now? Because I think last Thursday would have been the best time to do it. I know. Now that I can, now that I think back and reflect, yeah, I should have just sucked it up, Buttercup, and filmed last Thursday. Hmm. Hmm. I had more important things to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pack. Make sure I don't forget anything. Create a list to make sure I didn't forget anything. Yeah. Make sure you're satisfied before I go. <laughs> you know, the usual. The <laughs> important stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, fine. Okay. We can wait till Sunday. I understand. So don't even. I'm not complaining compl- about it. I was going to say. I was just mm-hmm, asking mm. a question. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Like one hour goes by so fast yeah. when I'm with you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So today's awesome. topic, um, what is it? Because I didn't come up with it. You did. I did. I I pulled up what are characteristics of stability in a family. So I wanted to kind of t- talk about what, I guess, what stability means mm-hmm. for our family, okay. how, we imply, how we imply that or how we implement that. There you go. Implement that. <laughs> there you Sometimes go, I use big words that I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Um, But I think one of the things that's really important, especially in our dynamic, so kind of season two is kind of be more is more family oriented, right? Family Mm -hmm. dynamics is what we're we're kind of calling this season. Um, But in our relationship, there's a lot that goes into it. There's the fact that we've had previous marriages and we're in our third marriage. Uh-huh. Fourth. Your third. Thank you. You're in your third marriage. <laughs> um, and statistics, if you look at statistics based on marriage, like every time you get married, like it just, like your chances of that staying together, like really drop. Right? Every time you get divorced? <clears throat> every time you get divorced and remarried. Um, I think the regular, like just for a new couple to get married, like the chances of them to get divorced is already like at 50% or more. If it's their first marriage. Their first marriage. So when you get to your second marriage, that chance gets higher. Like that percentage gets higher. Um, I don't think that was the case for me. I don't feel that. I don't see that in my situation. Well, no, not, not in your case. Your case is different. But if you look at it from a different perspective as far as like my first marriage, when I went into that, I was married for nine and a half years, and it was miserable. And I've told you that many times. It was not, it was not a healthy marriage in any sense. Were there times that we got along and things went well, and you know they were okay? Yes, but the majority of the time, there was always an underlying issue of jealousy, of control, of manipulation, of lies, of I mean, so everything that went through cheating and all kinds of other stuff. Where that wasn't a stable family. No, it wasn't. And the the way that a marriage is supposed to operate never, it was never in that groove of operating properly. Mm-hmm. So I, I divorced. I got out of that marriage. I was like, I'm not going to do that. One reason was because I was getting beat up. Not beat up, but I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't defend myself. Because if I would have, in that sense, mm-hmm. I would have been the abuser, right? Yeah. So I just got I, I got tired of it, and I was like, I'm done. I'm out. 
and I when I got out, I got out. I was done. Mm-hmm. Second marriage I got into, I got into like really quickly. But there was already issues. Like I was carrying baggage. The person I got with had baggage. She had kids. I had kids, but my kids weren't involved in my life. So I made myself a part of her family with her children. That relationship ended. But that relationship just didn't end with her. It ended with her and her children because I had got attached to her children. I had got attached to being around. So that ended. Mm -hmm. And then we all know the story of my last one. I, you know, I went through a long um, period of staying single and focused on myself and found out who I was as a man, who I was a person, because there was a time in my life that I couldn't answer that. I like if you'd ask me who who are you who you know who are you as a person I didn't know I mm-hmm. couldn't answer that now I can and then I jumped into a marriage on that thought it was the right thing to do thought I was getting with a person that was mm-hmm. going to be healthy and was going to go go no, well your third I'm sorry I'm your fourth yeah and that lasted five weeks and it was done <laughs> hit the brakes <laughs> but um. When you go through stuff like that, it can leave really – those experiences never leave you, right? Mm-hmm. So every time you get into marriage, you kind of throw that on the person that you're with because now sometimes you don't trust that person. Oh, yeah? Or, well, I'm just saying I oh. we haven't had that – we haven't had that working that in our family. Feel? But <clears throat> outside I, – I think we can separate where we are in that sense because <laughs> – one, because of our faith, mm-hmm. what we believe. I'm not in this marriage because I want you to make me happy. You're not in this marriage because you're looking for me to fulfill something in you or make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what this marriage is about. We know we've gone through trial. We've got gone through issues, mistakes, mm-hmm. errors, all that stuff. But when you don't have that ground, that, that foundation or that grounding... I think that's why I'm kind of saying people will look at the other person with the lens of every other experience that they had. So when you and I have discussions or issues or um, something comes up, I, I, I make it a point to never put a lens of, well, my first wife did that or my second wife did that or my third wife did that. <laughs> did that. <laughs> Thank the Lord you don't do that. So now when something does happen with us and you like we're having conversation or things are going on, sometimes I still look at myself and reflect like, oh, man, I'm I'm still am I still that type of person or do I bring these type of issues or problems or because one of the things when we so when we first when we first started dating, one of the main things I told you was. Stay away. Get as far away from me as you can. You yeah. don't want to be around me. Run. But part of that was because not that I didn't have confidence in myself of knowing that I could be a good husband, but it just felt like a lot of times every relationship that I would go into, it would be like, Jeremy, you're so great. Because one of the things that you told me, and, and this might have been one of the only times that I've really ever looked through you through that lens, right? Oh. Oh, shoot and now it comes out because you you told me oh we'll be so great together and your personality is so good and this and that and you're funny and you're the life of the party sometimes i said and that you, yes i'm just kidding i know i said that many times I, I can tell you the times, time that you but... told me that. Oh, no, I've got multiple calls from okay, you. Okay, so then. Do you want to bring those calls up? So then. I can talk about that. And then. We are being real sí, and open. Sígale, sígale. <laughs> and then. I forgot what I was saying You now. were saying that I was I was saying all these oh, things yeah. about you, and, and you looked at me in the lens. <clears throat> Go ahead. So one of the things that, that I had been told in the past is, oh, you have such a great personality. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, Which I love bad things. No, those aren't aren't bad things, but you're so relaxed. You're so chill. You, you don't are. worry about other things. Well, that can be a downfall as well. Because 
Go ahead. Do it. Does anything come to mind? Just no. does your I see your eyes like no. your brain's going. Let my leave my spaghetti brain alone. Go ahead. So I'm listening. Since I am chill and I am relaxed, I'm not high stress. Nothing really like if that that signs there and it's been there for a while, it's not gonna bother me. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> see spaghetti brain over here? That's what's happening. I see that in Anyways, um, so some of my downfall is sometimes I can come off as being lazy, but I don't feel like I'm being lazy because I like to, I, I like, for one thing, I love spending time with my wife. That is one of my, like when I get home from work and we hang out, whether we're cooking, whether we're doing something, I love that. Well, I do too. Our weekends that's what we do too but you tend to pick spending time with me over getting stuff done done. and tending to our responsibilities i do because i don't see that as a huge importance it is something that we yes we do and like there's things that need to be done and we get those things done but i think do we yeah Hmm. laundry always gets cleaned Laundry always gets put away. No, Sometimes it doesn't really. get put away, but it's cleaned at least. Do I need no. to make a list? You can speak your list. We have three outlets that don't work. I'm working on that Both one. bathrooms. And, I am working on that. And I though. can't straighten my hair without an extension cord. Because mm. I have to use a further outlet that's not in the bathroom. Yeah. And that has been on the list for how many months now? Four months. And then when the sink well, in the kitchen, four the sink in the kitchen leaked, and there's a big old puddle underneath. <laughs> not no more. There's not no more puddle, but then the underneath the the flooring underneath or whatever it is sunk in. So now we got to replace it. It's yeah. still sunk in. It's not flat. So like yeah. all my stuff under there is like all chueco. <laughs> Hold it, keep on. Chueco <laughs> means crooked, <laughs> like not level. Uh. <laughs> You know, anyways. Subtitles don't come out good when you mix English and I Spanish. I know, that's why you yeah. correct the subtitles. That's why she tells me, you have errors on your subtitles. <laughs> anyways. So, you know, things like that has also been months. Yeah. You know. And I've told you why. Why? I told you why. Well, for one thing, I don't understand electricity all that well. I know. But I have been researching and I even talked to someone today to see You're supposed if, to call an electrician. And I told you, you know I how know how much one. it costs. You know how much he charges just for an hour? It's a free consultation. Okay. Someone we know really well had him go to his house to look at something because they did a something with their air conditioner. Five minutes. Took five minutes. Walked in, look at the thing, did it, done. How you know much? how much? $120. Okay. $120. And th- that's for five minutes. That's they, like their one hour. They need to. Earn we have a five outlets. That's gonna no. I need to. I need to remain having a living. If I was an electrician, <laughs> if I was an electrician, I'd do the same thing. I know. Well, there's a reason why they charge so much. But <laughs> well, I did talk to someone that told me that I one of the outlets, like the one that we use for your curling iron currently. Only one of those works. The top one yeah. doesn't work, but the bottom works. In the works. living room, only one works, too. So what that might mean is there... I don't know why we're talking about this on here. Sorry, we might edit because this out. Because it's on my list. But <laughs> you electricity comes into our outlet, and then it feeds out the top into another outlet. So something might be wrong that those wires aren't either connected Babe. correctly Babe. or the outlet's burnt out. How does that pertain to family it doesn't. I was talking about something. You got stuck on this. You're my chasing point, rabbits. My, my point is that you tend to want to put spend it off. quality time instead of getting stuff done. Yeah. yeah, you put things off. Yes. So that is one of my downfalls. But the thing is, like, you handle it so much better. I don't know if it's just because you're trying to or. What do you mean? Like, you don't. Handle it better than you what? You don't pressure me all the time. Oh, are you comparing me to your exes? No, I'm just saying you don't pressure me all the time. You said I handle it better. Then what? 
than I expect you to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So how do you expect me to handle it? No, that's good. I, I, I like the way well, you handle it. What do I it. say? What do I do? Because you make it known. You'll still tell me like, babe, we need to do this. We need to get the, mm-hmm. the sink done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> I checked and I have to buy a whole sheet of plywood. Well, can't you buy it in a portion? No, I have to buy the whole sheet. They won't allow <laughs> me just to get a small three foot by two and a half foot section. You know, I have to buy the whole sheet, That's which is like $48. So That's dumb, but you it's going to have to get done. I'm just going to have to do it. I'm going to have to suck it up and do it. But uh-huh. And then the outlets, yeah, I got to get done. But... Those are things that I tend, since I am chill and I'm relaxed and I don't, I'm not, I guess there's certain things I'll put more attention to. So I do try to keep things, you know, keep that mind, like, hey, if it gets dirty, like, put the vacuum on, get up, you know, get, get clothes and put those, those things Mm -hmm. away, wash, dry, whatever. Cause I don't mind doing that. The things where I do have issues, of course, is I don't dust, I don't mop i don't <laughs> but i'm learning i'm trying i'm trying you know uh-huh so anyways those but that those doesn't things concern kinda... me because first of all i'm really picky on how i how i know how i clean i know and so sometimes you'll clean something and then i'll redo it because it's not to my standards no which is why i think it's a waste of time that you do it because i'm just gonna redo it like me putting your clothes in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we fixed that issue though because now I just put them on hangers. And I requested them. that when you wash and dry, that you just put my clothes on the hangers and leave them on the bed, and I will put them away myself mm-hmm. for my clothes. And that yes. that helps because yeah. I have a system, you know. Yes, That's... and she can find her clothes when she's looking for them. Yeah. But as far as things that bring stability, I guess what in, in that sense, what does family stability mean to you? Not dysfunctional. Do you? <laughs> well, I guess we're not. I, that answers itself. I mean, we're not dysfunctional. No. Um, family stability to me is a home that has a good foundation in their faith, right? Which mm-hmm. I believe that we do. That's important. Um, and mental health for both parents, right? So you and I are mental health or mental stability that has a lot to do with the whole, the family stability as a whole. Um, and also a family that allows open communication. I think that has a lot to do with stability. Like I feel comfortable talking to you and vice versa. Carter feels comfortable coming to us and talking yeah. to us about anything and we can go to him. You know, to me that those are all examples of, of a stable family. Yeah. Of a stable operational family. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's the same thing. Same was, things that I've, I've too. had written down. Um, you know, communication is important. Exercising our faith. That's the first thing that I had Affection's on there. Affection's another one. Yeah. Showing affection. Yeah. Um, valuing traditions or having traditions, which we do. We have traditions um, already? Well, we're starting. What are our traditions? <laughs> you just came back <laughs> from a trip. What did I do? <laughs> that's That's one tradition, yes. He always gets me a bouquet of flowers when I go out of town and come back. When I get when I come back, there's always a bouquet of flowers waiting for me, and I didn't bring them out for the table today. No, thank God. Why? That would have took up the whole <laughs> view. Well, they were beautiful. They're like calla lilies and sunflowers. And They're what? Calla lilies and sunflowers. Okay. You don't even the know sunflowers. What you I knew. Me? I don't know what the other ones the are. The other like, ones those are pretty. That haven't bloomed yet are calla lilies. Oh. Cow lilies? Calla lilies. Calla lilies. Cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, yeah. So that is a tradition that you started when we were dating. Yeah. That's a tradition. Um, I don't know if we have many traditions. No, we that. haven't really Mm-mm. started anything. I mean, this is a tradition. This is something that we do constantly between me and you. Yeah, but like as a traditions like as a whole family. 
I don't. It'll. Think I think ours is going to be more trips. Yeah. Maybe things for the holidays once we start getting in the well, groove and figuring that really... out. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be our first year of actually having like well, our whole family is. Uh, no, well, we got married in October, so we were married for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but that Christmas. was just like right into the holidays. I know, and so, I, and we didn't really do much for November. For I mean, we kind well, of threw everything together for Thanksgiving, and then Christmas we just went to your mom's. I don't and, even know what we did for Thanksgiving. I don't even remember. Didn't you order prime rib? Oh yeah, we had Thanksgiving yeah, here, and I'm like, Fogo, I ain't cooking. Fogo the Chow, we had ordering from Fogo the Chow, and that was the first time I ever did that because I just yeah. I've been cooking for so many years, and I was just like, <sighs> I want something easy that tastes good. Yeah, and you know what? Let me tell you something. It was stress free. I didn't have to do dishes. <laughs> I didn't have to wake up early to put a turkey yeah. in the oven and a ham in the. You know how stress free it was. Yeah. Mm. I mean, actually, there, there was a little bit of dishes because I wouldn't. We ate on real well, plates. Yeah, but. but my point is that, yeah. But like for we, I mean, we'll figure out family tra- traditions, right? Like I feel like traveling is kind of, kind of our thing. Like we, we took Carter for his birthday to go see his first NFL game. And so like every birthday experience, experience for him going forward is what we're doing, right? And experience yeah. every year. So we started that, and um, so one of the things that that she's why, the reason why she says that experiences is rather than throwing a birthday party or giving like all kinds of gifts mm-hmm. and stuff, um, one of the main things use... that you've wanted to do is have an experience yeah. that re, that symbolizes Creates that memories. time. You always have that memory. You create memories, and you <clears> go <throat> as a family. And so our first experience was NFL game. He's a Cardinals yeah. fan, so it was the Cardinals against Seahawks, Seahawks which is and my team. Seahawks won, Heck baby. Yeah. So, so that was his experience, right? And you know, he's an only child, and like we we didn't let him take a friend this time, but maybe next this year we'll let him take a friend. And, yeah. And I, I think I'm leaning towards taking him to his first concert this year, but he wants to go to a water park. Yeah. In November. There's nothing. Mm. Mm. So I think that won't be a birthday. I think that will be like a summer thing. But when do we go to Corpus Christi? Was that before July? It was July. It was was July. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. But anyways, that's uh, that is a tradition. Flowers and family trips. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's some other stuff that will will be getting i'm sure oh, yeah? that will will start as our traditions well i mean speaking of traditions like did you have any growing up because like you and your parents you guys just go out to eat for christmas for thanksgiving like you guys don't get mm-hmm. together as a family and cook and mm-hmm. like do the whole shebang with your extended families and your primos and your primas and your tias and tios and like you know what i mean yeah you guys don't do that mm so what did no. you grow grow up with? It it was it was always different. So like when my grandmother was alive and my mom's aunt and uncle, we used to go to their house for everything, like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, Thanksgiving we would change. It it would change. You know, Thanksgiving one year we'd go to their house. Thanksgiving the next year we'd go to like my um, dad's stepmom's house that uh, raised him when he was younger, and then. We would go to, at that time, my mom's sister, we would go visit them sometimes. So it would kind of like be like jump all over the place. So mm-hmm. I don't ever us remember us like having big Thanksgiving celebrations just like at our home alone. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember that. Okay. Like I know there's been a couple times others? that, yeah. So we'd go to visit other family and mm-hmm. go celebrate with them or... You know. Well, last year when we were dating, you guys did get together for Easter. Yeah. We so that. that's where we used to do everything. That would that was like a ongoing thing. Easter, Christmas. There like, was no Easter this year. No. Yeah. I don't know why. So it's like basically happened, not consistent in your yeah. family. So now, like, we have the opportunity to... 
to kind of make that? whatever that is, you know. Stress me out every year? No. no just kidding. Don't have to stress you out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just but, being sarcastic now. Um, but yeah. I mean, so yeah. for me, um, I'm trying to think of family traditions. Like, family traditions is something that I've always wanted to do. It's always something that I wanted to incorporate in my own family. And so when Carter was born, because I don't feel like I have many family traditions growing mm-hmm. up. Like I'm sitting here trying to think of, well, what's a family tradition that I can't think of one because when you are in a divorced family, yeah, you swap out holidays. Sometimes you're with dad. Sometimes you're with mom. Like, like for my son, he, I get him every of every other year I get him for Christmas and every other year I get him for Thanksgiving. We swap every year. Right. So this year I get him for Thanksgiving and his dad gets him for Christmas. That's this year. So um so it, it's not it's always something different, but when I do have him, I try to maintain traditions. So like one yeah. of the traditions I started when he was born was that every year um and I kind of have been failing and I've been I need to keep up with it. But I get a new ornament. Mm-hmm. Um and put his picture in it, and then I hang it. So he should have lots of ornaments. Um, he doesn't because I kind of failed and stopped that tradition. But I have the pictures. I just haven't put them in. And, yeah, anyways. So that's one. And then we decorate the tree. We always decorate the tree right after Thanksgiving, like the day after or the weekend after Thanksgiving. We decorate the tree to Michael Buble Christmas album, okay? And I make hot chocolate and we listen to Christmas music and drink hot chocolate while we decorate. Now, uh, Carter doesn't really nowadays care about it because he's a teenager. <laughs> so he's like over it after like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Yeah. Which bugs me. But <laughs> but I think he'll appreciate it later maybe. Yeah. I mean, in, in that, those, despite whether him not wanting to be part of that all the time, it still does create memories. It's something that he yeah. will remember. Yeah. Something that he'll eventually mm-hmm. pick up and pass on, you know, with his family and stuff or, you know, when he has his own wife and children. Mm-hmm, but, yeah. And I always so. make uh, Patty LaBelle's mac and cheese Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so he knows to expect that yeah. twice a year. And this he doesn't even eat cheese or mac and cheese, but he likes it. And that's the only one he'll eat. Yeah. So that's another tradition. But like, I don't know. Anything else? I Every time remember. you go on a trip, you bring me something back, and that's been a tradition. That is true. Every time you go out of town. Yes, I always bring mm-hmm. you back a cigar mm-hmm. or a few cigars. Um, and this time you got a cigar and a pair of shoes. I know. I got some brand um, new And stuff. usually I get Carter a snow globe when I travel. I get him a snow globe from wherever I visited. Uh, this year, this time I didn't because, I mean, he's been to Phoenix a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but I... Got him a new pair of Crocs because he requested Crocs. So yeah, I do bring back those. Those, those are traditions that we always yeah. bring gifts back. But so the, that that creates, I think, in a sense, that that creates stabil, stability helps, as well. It helps because stability. Yeah, sure. For one thing, you always feel valued. We always feel mm-hmm. um, appreciated in those areas. Loved, I feel. Like, yeah, you do. You do. For me, you showing love. love. That's one of my love languages. On how I show love is gift giving. Mm-hmm. Big giver. Yeah. yeah. So. That's good. Um, record and share family history. We kind of, we've, yeah, we're kind of doing that. Are I you mean, kidding me? You're always on your phone recording, pic- taking pictures. I mean, I can't get you off your phone. <laughs> You're like worse than a teenager sometimes. Uh. <laughs> but I kind of like it because. Because uh, I... we have lots of. Uh, well, a lot of photos things to document. Stuff, yeah. yeah. To document. I just, I used to be like that. And I kind of like, last few years, I've just been so lazy in that area. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't want to get my phone out. I don't feel like filming. I don't feel like taking pictures. I don't feel like, like for me. And I'm a photographer, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so the fact that you have kind of taken on that role makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the, yeah, I think documenting creating memories and you know that's important yeah it brings some closeness i guess you know yeah it does definitely so definitely does so not every family is stable like there's a lot of families that are 
yeah unstable if right you, if you look at the part where like families aren't don't have that stability yeah and and it, it doesn't even have to be like your family all living together it could no. be you know your parents are in a different place your brothers your mm-hmm. sisters everyone's in in their own you know because thing. you but. can not live with them right you can yeah. be on your own and your family is in a different state and your siblings in a different state and still have a stable family, yeah. right? You have that open communication no matter where you're at and you guys share with each other and talk. Uh, but those, once you move out of the house, doesn't mean that you're you're always going to have a stable family. And that mm-hmm. if you live together, that could, there's a lot of things that can contribute to a family that that is unstable. One yeah. divorce, alcoholism, um, trust, if trust is broken, you know, addiction. There's a lot of all these things. Can There's create a lot of stuff. Death, death in the death. family. Death can create a lot of mm-hmm. um, even a new having a new baby. Or, yeah, that that creates you know some unstableness for a while and getting used to a new routine. You know, so it's not. It's different for everyone, I guess. Yeah, there's so many areas that can be affected. You know, one of the things that I think of right away is like with my parents, like they, we, I have a really good relationship with them. So mm-hmm. I talk to them weekly, um, see them every week. Um, like my son, my oldest son, like he's in my life, but my younger two, two other younger children aren't. Mm-hmm. So like that's not completed. That's not whole yet. Right. Um, even with like my son, like with Christian, like now because he chooses to be in my life, that's affecting his relationship. Not not because of his choices, because his mom's choice his decides mom. to make mm-hmm. that an issue. But um, like there's there's things that aren't like that's still not there's not perfection in any way in all of that. Yeah. But he understands that we're constantly here for him. Mm-hmm. Like me, like with my parents, I always know that they're there for us, that they're there for me. Well, that and I for, think for kids, us. children, even adult children and young children, both of them, they can recognize stability. They can recognize yeah. who yeah. is available Absolutely. to them, who's physically available, emotionally available. Um, they can sense if you're stable or unstable. Like Carter, he knows when something's wrong. Yeah. He knows when, oh, my mom is having a bad day or, ooh, she's unstable today. Stay away. Like, he just knows. And, yeah. you know, partly because, well, he's lived with me his whole experience. life. Right? <laughs> and experience. Yeah. Uh, so they can sense those things. Yeah. And they are more inclined to be open with you and talk to you and share with you if they know that you're available. Yeah. You know, so, you know, one, one of the things that I, I, I think of is that, you know, there's no exact formula to ensure that of how to do family right or how to do a marriage right or how to parent your children or how to keep relationships with people. A lot of times, and, and we've experienced this, you've experienced this more than I, a lot of times we have people in our lives and something happens and we try to keep people who we love and care about mm-hmm. close to us but we can't force that on people like people oh. people make their own decisions even our own children make their own decisions yes. like i can't i can't force anything on my child on my mm-hmm. son like i i can't i guess i can but so today i heard i i was watching a video on youtube and um there's a a youtuber that i watch every now and then and he was talking about um his son he's got a 14 year old his son's growing up getting a little older Mm -hmm. he likes to play video games he likes to be you know to take that time which all kids do Our, our our son loves doing that too but one of the things that he he implemented and he told his son you read your bible before you play your video games so he told him before you go play your video game, you need to you need huh. to get in the word. And his son was doing it. So every day or before, every time he would be on the video games, he'd ask his son, "Did you get in the word?" And his son would say, "Yeah, I did it. I did it." 
well, the last couple weeks, I guess this last week, he he went and told his son, "Hey, did you did you uh, did you get in the Word? And mm-hmm. you're playing video games. Or did you did you read your Word?" And the son's like, "No, I forgot." And he's like, "Well, you can't play the video game. You need to turn it off. You either get in the Word or whatever before mm-hmm. you play, right?" So the son was like, oh, "Okay," gosh. so he turned it off. So this happened a couple times. Uh-huh. Well, he did it again. And the dad was like, did you get in the word before you played your video games? The son said, no, dad, I forgot. I didn't do it. He says, you know what? You're not playing video games for a month. Turn it off. You're done. Blah, blah, blah. He was standing there with his arms crossed. He's like, you're not going to do that in our house. You know, before you play video games, you should be doing this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And he stepped away, and he's like, yeah, I, I told my son. I'm teaching him a lesson. Went to go tell his daughter, I just grounded your son, you know, your your brother because he's not doing what I told him. Are you getting your word and doing that? So he walks away from that. Well, then God starts dealing with his heart and telling him, he's like, well, you just, you just ground. Yeah. So the dad, the dad's like going off and mm-hmm. doing his own thing, right? He's sitting around and he's, he's spending some time and he says he hears God's spirit speaking or the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. speaking to him and telling him. That, you know, you just grounded your son for not reading the word. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I just did. You know, I did that for you, God. And God, he said he felt immediately like um, that God told him, he goes, so is that the way I love you? <laughs> wow. And he was like, well, no, well, no, we're, we're, our house is going to honor you. Our house is going to honor you, right? Anyways, full circle comes back around. The dad had a revelation that he was not doing what was right Mm -hmm. because you can't force God's word or you can't force something on anybody. And a lot of times us as believers or those of us that have grown up in a church that has happened. And many Mm -hmm. people don't even like they see Christianity. They hear about church. They hear about someone, you know, even this podcast might hear us talking about God or Jesus or church and you're like oh automatically i'm 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 done i'm done (laughs) and part of me understands that and part of me is heartbroken because of that because as believers and is what we believe we should trust god in those areas Mm -hmm. we're what we're supposed to do is show our children how do we show our children by example so if i'm telling you did you read your word did you read your word did you do that before that? It's going to turn them off. It's going to turn them off because yeah. now you're making it a religion, not something that you're trying to passionately just do because mm-hmm. you have that desire. Well, so. and see, I read something one day, like probably a few years ago, but I always remember it is God just asks us to love everyone. Yeah. He'll sort them out later. It's not our job to sort them out. No. So you live by example. You love them anyways. And then one day, maybe they'll come around. Yeah. One day they'll ask, start asking you questions like about your faith because of how you live your life or because of what you have shown them, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't believe in forcing it. However, like with Carter, I, like, I, don't, I can't control what he does on his dad's weeks, but for when he's um, here with us on our, my, our weeks, um, he has to go to church. If you yeah. live in my house, you are attending church every time we attend church. And that's midweek and uh weekend. So it's usually yeah. like Wednesday and Saturday for us or Wednesday and Sunday. Um, or whatever, whenever we serve, right. It kind of varies. But for a while there, because he's involved in so many sports, you know, he plays track and basketball and football and soccer. And right now yeah. he's doing <clears throat> three out of the four, that um, takes up a whole oh week gosh. of schedule. <laughs> a whole week. And so, you know, his basketball oh. practice is only one practice a week. And yeah. it happens to be on Wednesday church night. And, you know, it's like a, a club, like a league. And so they don't really have games. They have tournaments. But yeah. they've he's been on this one for months and they've only had one tournament. But they do have a tournament coming up this month. Um, and so I decided, like, I went to church one day and I listened to, I don't even remember what the message said, but something that day told me, uh, that I needed to be more strict in that area. And so now on my weeks, he does not go to practice on Wednesday because 
God comes first. Our faith comes first. Church comes first. And uh, today, when I dropped him off as dad, and I don't know if he told you this, but he told me that um, basketball coach said, I don't care if you have church or or this or that or whatever it is, but you can't miss practice. I'm like, well, too bad. Yeah. Then don't and, play. And that's the way it is with a lot of people. A then, lot of people, the sports are more important and more of a priority than know, anything for, for some For me, people, it's so. like, okay, we'll change the practice day. I mean, first of all, parents were not even asked what day yeah. works best or, yeah. you know, and I know it's like an issue with, um, I guess with like the location, right? Cause yeah. they're only available on Wednesday and it's a free location. I was like, well, find another location. And if it's not free, ask parents to pitch in. I wouldn't mind pitching in. Yeah. But anyways, that's a whole other. Yeah. Thing. I think so there's more behind there that. Is, but, but, but he's, <laughs> there's but, a reason, but he's not going yeah. to practice. And my, and today he's like, but he goes, I don't care, mom. I'm, he's like, my religion comes first. And I'm like, okay, your faith. <laughs> I don't like the word religion. Yeah. So, but I'm glad that he actually said that. And I think he kind of misses it, even though he gets annoyed. He's like, I don't want to go. But like he went this yeah. last week and he, and I know he, he enjoys it. Yeah. So there was that. And I don't like to like, I used to be the parent that's like, you need to read your Bible. You need to read 30 minutes today, 30 minutes every day. And I don't tell him that anymore. Yeah. Like I just, if you live in my house, you go to church and that's it. Like whatever God wants to do, like his relationship with them is his relationship with him. Yeah. But um, the other day, did you catch that he was like, oh, I was going to read my Bible, but I'm, yeah. he was like too tired or something? Yeah. Well, that surprised me because I, for one, didn't even know he was reading his Bible. Yeah. Did you know? Mm-mm. So when you were sharing that story about the YouTuber and the dad and the son, I was like thinking like, did you tell him to read his Bible before playing mm-hmm. games? You did it? Mm-hmm. I was so I was like, why is he reading his Bible? This is not, this is weird. <laughs> Because yeah. he's never, That's good, I mean, though. it's a I good mean, thing. I'm not complaining. Like my mama heart was like, oh, good. Church is working. See, a, I think a lot of times in many areas, we feel that we have to control that. Yeah. Like our job is just to set the example. Our job is to show yeah. through action, through love, mm-hmm. through, you know, going to church and praying and, and yeah. hoping that, you know, they'll make that decision because despite how much something is forced and Many of you are going to be watching this and have experienced this in life. You know, you were told you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to, you know, if you don't, you're going to go to hell or whatever yep. the whole thing is. And and there's there's some reality and truth to those stories and things that happen. Mm-hmm. But when something is forced on you, when you're forced to do something, like you, today with Carter was talking about something about, about he didn't understand chores. He goes, I think chores are a waste of time. I said, <laughs> Carter, chores are not a waste of time. Of course he'd say that. He goes, I think they are. I have a different opinion. I said, well, what's your opinion on it? He says, it's stupid. Why do you got to do all these chores? I told him, so when you get a job and you go work for someone and they're going to tell you, Carter, I need you to go throw the trash. Carter, I need you to do this. Carter, I need you to mm. do that. I said, do you think you're just going to get up and do it because they tell you? He said, yeah. I said, why would you do that? Because it's my boss. I said, but you won't do that for your own mom? You won't do that for your own dad? Wow, babe. And he goes, well, that's different. I said, no, it's not different. I was like, you have to learn responsibility, and you have to learn like commitment. When you're working for someone, if you don't have that drive, it doesn't just come. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you, go do something. You're going to, I've, I've, I'm working at Mm Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. The kids that you knew never had chores, never had responsibilities. Showed. They stood out like freaking a light bulb was shining on them the whole time. And then other kids that were walking around, like you knew they had those responsibilities Mm -hmm. at home. They knew, oh, hey, that trash can's getting full. I'm going to grab it and go throw it. No one had to tell them. Mm Mm-hmm. We, I even had a guy one time, there was some napkins and some stuff that was on the floor because whatever, I mm-hmm. guess it was a rush hour, yeah. lunch just ended. One of the kids walked by, I was talking to the, the business owner that I was talking to, and we both kind of see the guy walk over, he picks up a napkin, he picks up another thing, takes it to the trash and puts it away. And he's like, who told that guy to do that? And I said, no one, told, no one told him to do that. I said, he saw it and he went and took care of it. He's like... Common sense. He's But... That comes from your upbringing. Upbringing. 
So Did you no share that one with had Carter? no one had to t- no I haven't yet. I he was he was jumping getting ready to get in the shower. You were yeah. getting changed and stuff cuz you were getting ready to take him but um Oh that was there's, like when I yeah. was already back from Yeah, Phoenix? this was just a while ago, like about an hour ago. Oh wow. So I had talked to him but you those those that type of mindset doesn't just come and he thinks that oh i'm gonna go get a job and i'm just gonna stand out because i'm carter and i'm cool and i love Mm, sports and i love this yeah but i've had people that have worked for me that have done that and they don't have that drive and they stand out and you constantly have to tell them hey go do this hey can you do this hey can you do that like hey that's like right there Mm -hmm. can you do something with that and you know so yeah We'll see. I'm kind of He's curious. got a lot to learn. He does. He still does, but he'll get there. I mean, I know he applied to his first job for a summer yeah. job, but I don't I don't know if it's going to work out cuz No, we'll see. We'll see. But there's no exact way to do this. No. So, there's not a formula. You know, one of the things that I put there's on no here manual. is it takes patience. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Yeah. It takes consistency. Yeah. It takes hope. It takes faith. Okay. Right? And that we need to just trust in each other that that's going to work out for our good. Like everything that I do to honor you and love you, I don't know. I I have an idea where it's going to take us and where we're going to be. So like on on here had put like, you know, where, where, where do you see us being like in five years as a family? And when I look at that, you know, I can I can kind of see by the things that we're doing and decisions that we're making, I know we're going towards that way, you mm-hmm. know. But there's no exact way how to do this. You know, you just have to trust each other. Trust your children that what you're teaching them is going to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, trust in what you do and that it's all going to come together, you know. And if, if it doesn't come together and if there are issues and problems mm-hmm. and, you know, be patient, and, um, be consistent, work it out, you know? And just because you might be in a family that is unstable at the moment doesn't mean you can't create that stability. Yeah. Because you can. Baby steps, right? You you yeah. start small. Like, maybe you don't have open conversations with your children or your spouse. Well, start there. Sit yeah. down. Have an open conversation. You know, you have to start somewhere. It's yeah. better to do something and fail than not try at all. Yeah. So absolutely. So create that environment where you are going to choose to create that stability that you are seeking. That's good. Like so, that. so don't think that it's impossible because yeah. anything is possible. And sometimes there's just things you can't fix. I mean, sometimes you just have to let let go. it go. And yes, that's hard. I that's learned hard. that so many times the hard way, and it's like, okay, what can I control? I can control my attitude, my mood, my thoughts. Like there are certain Your things environment. you can control, but yeah. you can't control someone else's actions or someone else's words or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so pick what you can control and focus on that and work on what you can control and everything else will fall into place. Right. So that's my little tidbit there. But anyways, so episode yeah. 14. Well, good awesome topic, guys. Baby. Yeah, I you think it's a good one. It's a good one. Stability. There, there's a lot of things I think that we're going to be bringing up and talking about here soon. You know, because this is, I think, I think out of everything, this might be one of the harder topics. Topics, not even the topic. It's just in life, family. This is hard. family is hard because harder than not dating everyone, and marriage and relationships. Sometimes, yes. Hmm. Because what did we say last week? You can choose your, or you, you can't choose your family. But you can choose But you can choose your friends. And your partner and your spouse. and yep. yep. So a lot of times family just does not work well. Sometimes there's, you know, we've shared a little bit about childhood. We've ch- shared a little bit about like upbringing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times some people's upbringing can completely put a wall and just like, I will never talk to that person again. Mm-hmm. You know, I want nothing to do with them. Yeah. Or that those people have taken advantage of you or they've stolen from you yeah. or they've they've manipulated things or caused destruction in, in your marriage or families, whatever the issue might be. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what it is. But, 
you know, there's, there's a lot of dynamics to that. And it, I, I think it's harder. Like talking about relationship is fun and, and nice because it's stuff that we're experiencing and stuff that we've gone through, you mm-hmm. know, and, and a lot of the stuff that we've had that I don't, I, I haven't really had anything that could be an issue for us. Like I, I feel comfortable talking to you about everything and anything. Yeah, I know. So I don't, I, I'm not I the it. jealous type. I don't get like insecure about stuff. I feel confident in who I am and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't affect me. But I love that we have that open relationship. So relationship isn't a difficult thing. Family shouldn't be a difficult thing for me either because my family is pretty small, small <laughs> and tight. Yeah. You know, they're like, I don't have that relationship with my younger kids, which I really hope comes through sometime. Me too. But, um, you know, other than that, everything else works well and good. So, Can't and I complain. believe it will work out someday. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sticking around for season two and our episode <laughs> 14. And we hope that you continue to support and watch and comment and share your thoughts and ideas with us. Yes. So, thank you for turning the page with Jer and Jell. Blah, 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 you kept noticing that you kept doing something and looking down. Whoa. Negative, Charlie. You didn't clap. Why? Because the audio's in there. It's, it's all together. I don't have to pair it. So right now that we're talking. Now that we're talking. <laughs> I'm still going to clap. I don't have to pair it. I'm still going to clap. That's okay. part of our thing. Okay. Clap, do whatever you want. Clap, do whatever you want, baby. You clap. Do whatever makes you That's feel what good. That's what starts it. The clap. And... Well, we are episode 14 already. Yeah. I can't believe it. Season 2. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen. I just got back. From a weekend girls trip in Phoenix, and and your honoree is I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs>